Welcome back to another episode of FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. I'm Craig Haley, along with co-host Gary Reasons. Gary, as you may have heard here, I've been a little under the weather, and my voice has been put on injured reserve this week. Well, Craig, I know you're going to fight through it, just like all those players do out on the field every week. You're going to get through this, and it's going to be just fine. We will laugh all, our way all the way through. Now, Gary, as you know, our FCS Delivered podcast is uh, produced by Seth Biley and Graham Bell, who might be able to adjust my voice somehow. You can find us uh, on many podcast platforms, including Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And of course, you want to watch on our YouTube channel, just search for FCS Delivered because not only can you watch our podcasts each week and they drop on Wednesdays, but you can see all the video coverage of Gary's FCS National Awards on campus trips, including the one he just went to and is back this week. Now, Gary, on this episode, we'll look back to week seven. We'll talk about your, your national awards on campus, and we'll set up an interesting week eight with some big games. So we did move into the second half of the season, uh, the regular season this past weekend. Uh-oh. And when you do that, Gary, obviously you may have to make adjustments, you know, injuries, just adjustments on the fly, new players. Can, from your experience, can you just talk about, as the season advances, what you do differently as a team? Well, basically, most teams are going to just kind of be getting into their normal practice schedule and their routine, and they want to stay there. But they do have to deal with injuries and players going to have fatigue. And, you know, the coaches have to continue to kind of develop how they want to go through it. So they like to keep business as usual. But uh, those are, there's some things that they, they have to deal with. They're obviously playing in conference, conference schedules every single week, and those games are highly competitive. And that's where they want to have their best efforts out there. So keeping the guys fresh and really kind of rested is really one of the challenges that coaches go through. And also depending upon when you may have a bye week throughout the season, some teams, it's, it's very different for all the teams across the, the country because you don't have a consistent uh, open weekend there to kind of get well and get prepared for the next, next big game. But uh, all the games become big and larger uh, as the season moves on and you want to have, have your team fresh and ready to go. How do you balance a, a, a bye week versus staying in that weekly rhythm? What, what, what is preferable? Well, there's also some things have, you have to deal with, Craig, and that's whether school is in session. And, you know, like right now, I just came, came back from a school who was on a fall break. So the students are in, the players are in town, they're there practicing, but there's no, no students on campus. So that's a, a good little break for everybody, but the football program continues to go on. So there's different kinds of challenges that uh, teams have to go through every single week throughout the football season, whether it's injury, whether it's fatigue, whether it's something different on the campus. And it's just something that these coaches and players work through just, you know, just regularly. And, and it happens every single season. Well, as we look back to this past week, Gary, um, our FedEx uh, ground FCS game of the week, we've had a great run of close games that came down to the end. This one did not, but it certainly was memorable. North Dakota beats North Dakota State 49-24. to It was the most points given up by the Bison in their Division I era, which goes back to 2004. I mean, North Dakota just took it to him. Luke Skokna, he took the opening kickoff 100 yards for a touchdown. It was the first of his three touchdowns. Gavin uh, Zybarth, uh, the running back, scored three times. It was just fighting Hawks all the way. And you called it, of course, 
uh, last week in our Pick'em segment. What did you notice in this particular game? Well, obviously, their previous couple of games, the, the Bison just had not played at really the top, top level. And I, and I sensed that they had an opportunity to, to possibly fall on this one. This was a big ball game for North Dakota. And, and for them to, to win in the fashion that they did really showed that they're having a much, much better season than a lot of people had anticipated. And, and I think that there's going to be good things ahead for them. But for the Bison, they're going to have to just kind of retool and get back to who they are. And I don't know if that's going to happen as easily as as it has in, in, in recent seasons. But, uh, you know, we'll see how that how that unfolds. But this is this is new times for uh, that conference and also for the Bison ahead here. Well, some some people might say my voice is actually doing better than, than the Bison dynasty right now, which, <laughs> which is teetering a little bit, of course. Um, 181 straight weeks, Gary, they've been in the top 25 poll, but their amazing run in the top 10 has ended. Uh, they, they were number 14 in our stats reform FCS top 25 this past Monday. That ends a run of 173 in a row in the top 10. You know, usually they make their way back up, but eh, they really do need to uh, answer some questions here going forward. They still have that game at South Dakota State, the national champ who's won the last four meetings. So we've talked about it before. You know, th this dynasty is really teetering. Um, we will see where they go from here. But there were, there were great games all around, Gary. I mean, Montana at Idaho could have been the game of the week on, on anybody else's uh, uh, calendar. I mean, 23-21 Montana, they wound up being our national team of the week. They, they won at Idaho, brought back that little brown stein, which, of course, you got to see on your visit out to Idaho. Back-to-back -back road wins uh, for the Bison, road wins uh, against nationally ranked teams. That's the first time since 2000. Great performance all around by the Grizzlies, Gary. Yeah, it really was. I watched that game, Craig, uh, late in bed after midnight until that thing ended here in, in Texas. And uh, wow, it was just a, a game, a shootout to the end. And just Idaho just did not have enough to get it done at the end. And Montana turned them away, even as uh, uh, the Vandals were trying to, to put points on the board. But it was a great contest. It's a great game. Montana, they showed that they're a very solid football team, went on the road and and won a very big game against Idaho. So congratulations to the Grizz. Yeah, I watched it as well on ESPN too. And it was kind of great that the whole FCS schedule kind of cleared out more or less Yeah. by the time that kicked off 10.30 Eastern on the East Coast on ESPN too. We're in a similar situation this week. Montana State at Sacramento State, number two versus three, also on ESPN two uh, at 10.30 Eastern. So it's, it was kind of brought the nation together. You can see on social media, media people commenting about the game. So that, that's a big boost for uh, the big sky. But some of the other games we had on coach Scott Wackenheim last week, the former VMI coach who, who won our 2019 Eddie Robinson award as the national coach of the year. VMI uh, won at the Citadel in the military uh, classic of the South 1713. That was a big one. Uh, Yale, we've been talking all year about the Yale left tackle, Karan Amaghetto. He did not play in their game uh, against Cornell, I believe it was. He, I think he's injured. They haven't officially announced it. Maybe a thigh injury or a calf injury, but we'll see where he goes because he's been viewed as the uh, top FCS prospect for the 2024 NFL draft, uh, Karan Amaghetto. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Now, Gary, one of the things I want to talk about this week, we both do, is our Jerry Rice Award midseason watch list. 
which has come out now. It goes to uh, the Jerry Rice Awards in its 13th year, Gary, goes to the National uh, FCS Freshman of the Year presented by FedEx Ground. What did you think of our, our, our mid-season watch list of 22 players? And it represents all the conferences. I think you've got a good list here, Craig, and it's really pretty impressive. We've got some quarterbacks, we've got some running backs. And actually, I want to talk about one guy, Montana State left tackle Connor Moore. I tell you, big guy, 6'5", 306 pounds. And, you know, he's he's right there with the Bobcats and, and they're number one in rushing in the country. So when you have a big guy like that as a young player, you know that you're going to have him for on your offensive line moving forward. It's going to set the set the, the tradition there. Uh, I, I like that type of player. And, and Craig, as the list here includes a lot of players across the country, you're seeing this is the new blood. This is who we'll be talking about over, over the years to come at the FCS level. And I just love the look of the FCS uh, Jerry Rice Award because, you know, Jerry has a chance to come celebrate with us in Frisco when his schedule allows. He, had, he was able to join a year ago and had him there, and it, it was, that was fun. But to, but to see the list that we have here with, with guys all over the country, uh, you can find uh, that list on theanalyst.com with Craig and what he's made of this list here. Take a look at that. You'll see about some, some young players across the country who are, are having pretty good seasons. Yeah, everybody's always looking for the next best thing, Gary. And, and with the Jerry Rice Award, you see it coming to fruition. Uh, we've had you know, winners from both sides of the ball, uh, some great ones over time. You know, Cooper Cup, uh, Shador Sanders, Chase Edmonds. The first winner was Terrence West, who went on to uh, an NFL career. So it's a terrific award with a terrific history, even though it's a relatively uh, young award. Um, some of the other players, uh, Camden Coleman, quarterback from Richmond. He's leading the uh, FCS in, in touchdown passes by a freshman. He has 10, Gary, in only three games. Uh, Marquis Adams, I believe he, he uh, is leading in passing yards for freshmen. He's the Delaware State quarterback. He's been, you know, there from day one this season. Eli Gilman, who you probably saw during the Montana-Idaho uh, game. Uh, he's their running back, a freshman. He's been doing great. Great players all around. And, and you know, we mentioned um, defensive players as well. Carter Glassmeyer uh, leads in, in, in tackles per game. He's the St. Francis linebacker. Alex McLaughlin. Uh, defensive back at Northern Iowa. He he leads in overall tackles. I, it's a great list overall. I love how you uh, pointed out the left tackle though, Connor Moore from from Montana State. I mean that's that's a uh, an anchor right there for 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 a team that's number two in the nation. Um, terrific list all around, Gary. Uh, so yes, as you mentioned, we'll look at it on theanalyst.com and you'll find all our FCS coverage. Gary, we're going to take a break here. We will be back with more FCS delivered by Fed, sponsored by FedEx Ground. Rehearsals for the school play were really coming along. Bigger smile, Mr. Squirrel. Until a custodian accidentally threw away the costumes. Oh, no. Everyone was rattled. Miss Garrity forgot how to play. And the queen of the hedgehogs almost quit. Find a new queen! But replacement costumes were shipped with FedEx. And with added peace of mind from picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only.
Welcome back to FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. I'm Craig Haley, along with co-host Gary Reasons, the two-time Super Bowl champion. Gary, this is your segment, of course, where we review our uh, FCS Players of the Week and Team of the Week uh, and your FCS National Awards on Campus trip, all presented by FedEx Ground, along with Stats Perform. Terrific week all around for award winners, Gary. Who are our five this really week? really was. Let's take... Yeah, let's take a look at the offensive player, Drake quarterback. That's Luke Bailey. You know, he helped the, the Bulldogs and St. Thomas's 13-game Pioneer League win streak. And he had a pretty good ball game. Went 24 for 32, 411 yards and five touchdowns in that game. And, Craig, look at this. Passing efficiency, 234. Uh, that's kind of off the charts. Great job by uh, Luke Bailey at Drake. In our FCS uh, National Defensive Player of the Week, uh, Logan Blake, linebacker from Eastern Kentucky. It was a very good week for, for uh, players to choose from. Logan really stood out for, for the Colonials. Uh, they beat Tarleton in two overtimes. For the second straight week, Luke had, or Logan had uh, 15 tackles. Ten of them were solos. He had an interception uh, to open the uh, second overtime set up uh, Eastern Kentucky to get the winning touchdown in, in the second uh, half of the frame. Logan Blake, our FCS National Defensive Player of the Week. Well, our FCS National Freshman of the Week comes from Mississippi Valley State. Hmm, I wonder who used to play there. I think uh, Jerry Rice. Okay, well, could be the next big thing coming out of, uh, of Mississippi Valley, and that is quarterback Tigerian Williams. The Delta Devils got their first win of the season. They beat Pine Bluff. And uh, it's pretty cool how this young man played. 19 of 29, 265 yards, three touchdowns in the game. And he also pitched in 30 yards on the ground. Big, big quarterback there at uh, Mississippi Valley. And uh, good job uh, as a young freshman. And he's the freshman player of the week. And then our national team of the week, we talked about the Montana Grizzlies already. That 23-21 win at Idaho. They uh, never trailed in the game. They, they took a 20-0 lead. Uh, Clifton McDowell, their quarterback, threw a 76-yard touchdown to uh, Junior Bergen, the wide receiver. Clifton also uh, scored one on the ground. Defense really took over with, with uh, pressuring uh, the, the Idaho quarterback, Giovanni McCoy. Uh, just, you know, all, all, terrific game all around. Montana Grizzlies are FCS National Team of the Week. Well, let's finish up here with our FCS National Special Teams Player of the Week. And this is a young man from Chattanooga, place kicker and punter, Clayton Cryle, who had 16 points. Listen to that, 16 points in their win, 22 to 10 at Mercer with a huge win for them. He was five for five on field goals and he set a school record with that mark and 48.8 yards punting the ball. He had five punts and he kicked off seven times. And talking to their coaches, he kept it away from a, a great kick returner that Mercer has and that really didn't impact them. So it's a huge game for them. And that was our place that we went on campus this week. So I had a chance to go out to Chattanooga in Tennessee. And I tell you, it's a beautiful campus. It's in downtown Chattanooga. These are some of the facilities that the, that the mocks have. And they are actually in the midst of some renovations around some of their facilities. So there's great things to come for that program. But they're a prideful organization and group. They've got a lot of players in the league. This is their practice facility right on the on the river downtown, and it is awesome to be there. It's an Astro turf field or a new turf field. We had a chance to catch up and watch a little bit of practice here with with Coach Wright's team, and he he puts a pretty good practice together. Very structured. I like what they do. 
and it's a it's a program that I think is going to you know kind of turn heads now. They're getting into the meat of their season here. They got their 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 uh, their rivalry game coming up with East Tennessee State, and Clayton Crowell is the guy who just came in there from Catawba University. He's a transfer in. This is his first year there, and you see a couple of FedEx representatives with him with him there. These are some game highlights. You know, these are the points he put on the board, getting a, a, a field goal and also one right after the other. He had five total field goals that he made in this game, and that, that's amazing. Also, an extra point, and he punted the ball exceptionally well. So Clayton Crowell had a, had a game for kind of the uh, the ages there as you look at the, him putting point after point here on the board, and you know he's gonna have a, a good thing to look back at at this because this is a lot of fun for him, his teammates. And this is his last effort there on putting points on the board. So uh, Clayton Crowell had one heck of a ball game there for the Mocs. All right, so that, that's kind of what we did. We wrapped up, see him in the locker room here. His teammates just lifted him up and they just had a blast. Congratulations to him. I had a chance to visit with the team on the field. They were all just really appreciative. and. Coach Rusty right there is, is catching me, was uh, able to bring us there. And here's where we presented the award. I'd like to present the National Special Teams Player of the Week to Clayton Crowell. Well, you see Rachel Powell and Tommy there from, from FedEx Ground, Tommy Wheeler from FedEx Ground there locally in Chattanooga. They had a chance to join us for this presentation. And, it was fun to go to, to Chattanooga. It's a great town and it's a beautiful downtown area that this campus is in, Craig. And, and uh, something that, uh, you know, this team is really, they got their, their upcoming game the East, against East Tennessee State. And that's going to be a, a, a battle for the, the rail. The rail rivalry is what they call it. And uh, that's just ahead of for them. And I think that these, uh, the mocks are on a roll. Well, obviously the uh, national championship game is down by you uh, in Frisco, Texas. Obviously, it used to be in Finley Stadium for 13 years in Chattanooga, so great memories all around in, in, in Chattanooga. Now, Gary, you know, we've kind of alluded about this with, with the FCS National Awards on campus. We talk about, you know, some of the steps it takes for, for you to make a visit each week around the country, but I thought maybe let's talk about how it all comes together and just kind of put it in a nice bow. It does start on a Sunday, of course where we're uh, starting to look at box scores and, and looking at results around the nation, um, making the selections for the five different awards, four player awards and the national team of the awards. You know, you and I are consulting on, on, on the best choices. Obviously, you can have five different uh, selections for each award because there's so many standout performances in, in, across the nation from week to week. That's why we have honorable mention selections as well. And then you kind of take over, Gary. Can you talk about the next step on FCS National Awards? Well, Craig, you do a great job of pulling everything together and you know giving us a kind of a snapshot of what's happened across the country, uh, really on every position: offense, defense, special teams, and and teams of the week. And you know, you and I would collaborate on it, and we understand you know kind of what some of the bigger games are and some of the things that we're trying to achieve. And I, I, I'm loving going across the country and going to reach into different uh, conferences. So this was the first visit that we've had to the Southern Conference coming back from, from this week uh, in Chattanooga. And so, you know, that's kind of what we've done. We've kind of kind of spread things around a little bit. Uh, we can choose the offensive, defensive, special team. 
uh, freshman or or the national team of the week to go to. We're going to take take one trip each week, and and hopefully we'll be able to visit most conferences, if not all of them, this season. So we'll we'll try to try to see see where we can go. It's not always going to end up that way, though. There there may be that one winner that we see that has such a superlative game that we have to go to, and it may mean Craig that we have to go back to a university because of something that occurs. You know, earlier in the season, we may have made a trip there, and I, it wouldn't surprise me if we went to, to a university twice this year to present an award. So that's kind of what how I look at it. I'd like to kind of spread it around each week, and we've done a good job so far. Well, through seven weeks of the regular season, there's there's been two or three schools that have been represented twice with winners, not not visits on campus yet, but twice with winners. So it does happen over the course of the season. Um, there's really, there's no right and wrong answers with, with picking these winners. There's only right answers because there's, as I mentioned, there's so many good candidates uh, coming from 128 schools each week. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun looking at the, the results and just honoring these student athletes on the uh, FedEx Ground FCS National Awards each week. So, Gary, great to see your video again. If you're not watching on YouTube, please do because... Uh, it, it's just great coverage of Gary's FCS National Awards on campus uh, visits. We are going to take one more break, and then we will be back with our final segment of FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Do you like what you're hearing on FCS Delivered today? For more national FCS coverage, please go to theanalyst.com throughout the week. We're the home for the FCS Top 25 Media Poll and the weekly and season-ending FCS National Awards, presented by FedEx Ground. We also take you across FCS Nation with stories, predictions, and an inside look. The FCS coverage can be found at theanalyst.com. Welcome back to FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground. I'm Craig Haley, along with Gary Reasons, and this is our final segment of today's podcast, Gary, we've been talking about the FCS Top 25 poll, the FedEx Ground National Awards. You can find all our coverage on theanalyst.com. And now we're moving into week eight of the regular season already, Gary. Five weeks left for most conferences. And it's a really good week for some of these matchups, Gary. There are three yeah. games that match two teams in the top 12, the upper half of our Top 25 poll. Uh, a great week all around. And, and we're going to pick... Uh, spotlight them in our pick them. Gary, what are some of the big games this week? Well, let's start at the NEC. So we take a look at the game. St. Francis at Duquesne and St. Francis coming in there at uh, two and four on the season, two and one in conference and Duquesne, you know, three and three and two and oh in conference. And these guys are rivals, Craig, and they're, they're not too far apart, only 80 miles between these two campuses. I like what Duquesne has done here. I think the Duquesne at home with their quarterback, Darius Perantis, is probably going to get the win in this one. Yeah, when I think of the NEC, I, I, I said this elsewhere, that I, I think of this matchup because they are so close and they go back and forth. Uh, St. Francis is the defending champion here in the NEC. 
They've won the last two matchups with Duquesne. Duquesne has really been a, a great program under Jerry Smith. Cole, Cole Doyle's the quarterback for St. Francis. He's leading the league in, in total offense. He was the player of the year last year for St. Francis. I could go either way on this. I'm going to agree with you. I think Duquesne gets it done at home. Uh, Darius Perantes is, is really coming on strong. Great matchup all around. Now, speaking of great matchups, Gary, let's, here's one in the Patriot League. Lafayette is at number 15 Holy Cross. And believe it or not, we would have never said this prior to the season. Lafayette comes in with a better overall record than Holy Cross after six weeks. Lafayette has not had a winning record since 2009. So this is a great year all around for them. They're five and one, one and oh in conference. What do you think of this matchup? I think this is a game that really is going to have a lot of a lot of highlights in this ball game. Let's talk about Lafayette. Let's talk about their defense. They can get after a quarterback. They have an FCS high Craig, 27 sacks on the season. Linebacker Billy Shaper has five and a half sacks himself. And I think that the the Lafayette has an opportunity here to really go to take go into Holy Cross and, and, and get a W. I'm I'm gonna pick Lafayette on the road here in this Patriot League game. Well, you know to pick uh, North Dakota over North Dakota State uh, <laughs> last week, so I, I cannot doubt any pick that you make. Um, I'm going to stick with Holy Cross. They've won 19 straight times over Patriot League opponents. Uh, they've been the dynasty. They're, they're seeking their fifth straight title, um, but they de definitely have to get it done here. Last year's game came down to the end. Holy Cross didn't lead, uh, had to pick, pull it out in the last four minutes. I just think, you know, Jordan Fuller and Matthew Sluka are always producing touchdowns. But I love your pick, Gary. Holy Cross uh, has a battle here with Lafayette. What do we have uh, in the SOCON, Gary? Well, we've got number four, Furman, going out to play number eight, Western Carolina. And I think this is going to be an outstanding ball game. You know, they're, they're co-leaders, uh, number one in the conference. So I think that this is an opportunity here for, for someone to rise to the top and you know what, Craig, I'm going to go with Western Carolina here. You know, they, they average 532 yards a game and put up a lot of numbers. I think they're going to continue to roll. Furman's going to have all they can handle with this football team. And I think Western Carolina at home is, is going to get this W. Yeah, it's it's possibly the game of the year in, in the SOCON. Um, I think you can go either way. I think they're going to go up and down the field. Last year, Furman with, with Dominic Roberto just – steamrolled them with the running game. I'm going to side with you. I, I like the Catamounts at home. The Furman certainly, you know, is, is they're the preseason favorite in the league. It's a great game all around. Now, another one of our top 12 matchups, number one, uh, South Dakota State. They are at number 12, Southern Illinois. We know South Dakota State has a 20-game winning streak, Gary. Guess what? In the spring 2021 20, season, Southern Illinois ended North Dakota State's 39-game winning streak, which is the FCS record. Can the Salukis pull it off here? I actually think that this should be our game of the week number two <laughs> because this thing is going to be fun to watch. South Dakota State going into Southern Illinois, a campus that I was on this year for a visit. I got to see the Salukis up, up close. And, you know, these teams haven't played, as you're talking about, since 2021. And Southern Illinois won 42-41. Uh, 41 in overtime there. And South Dakota State, 
then was also the number two team in the country. So, you know, big teams are not, uh, excuse me, big games are not, a, not, not a, they're not afraid of Southern Illinois to get these wins. I think that Nick Breaker, who is, is the quarterback for Southern Illinois, may have a big game. He went over 8,000 yards and told career yards there. Quarter, head coach Nick Hill, I like what he's doing. I think Saluki Stadium is going to be packed. Saluki is going to be resilient. You know what? They win in different ways this season. Craig, I'm going to take an upset here. I'm going to take a flyer. I think that the Salukis are going to get it done on the defensive side of the ball against South Dakota State. Well, you know Nick Baker really well, Gary. And, and you know what? He was the quarterback when the Salukis beat North Dakota State. Uh, it seems so long ago, but he's still leading the way. I'm going to stick with South Dakota State. I, I just think it's hard to pick against them. I, I did say they would go undefeated this year, but this is certainly a live underdog with, with, with the Salukis. Great pick, Gary. All right, now that brings us to our FedEx ground of the game, the ground uh, game of the week. And Gary, there are only right answers. There's no wrong answers. There could be three different choices for the FC, uh, FCS game of the week. But we're going with number two, Montana State. At number three, Sacramento State. It's the ESPN2 game, uh, Saturday night, 1030 Eastern. Great game, Gary. It is, you know, and you got Montana State on the road at, at, at Sac State. This is a game that is going to be fun. You know, uh, Montana State, they're, they're leading, excuse me, FCS had have the leading rusher in the, in the conference, excuse me, in the country. And, you know, quarterback Tommy Mala returned last week with the team. And, you know, Sean Chambers, 11 touchdown runs there. That's pretty good. So I, I think that Montana State is going to continue to run here and they're going to get it done against Sac State on the road. Yeah, you know, these are the two defending co-champions. They went 8-0 last year in the league, but they didn't face each other. This is the first time they're facing each other since 2019. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to take the Bobcats on the road. I just think they're relentless uh, with the run game. Uh, it's almost like nobody can stop their run game most times. So I agree with you, Gary. I'm going to go with the Bobcats winning our uh, FedEx Ground FCS National Game of the Week. Now, Gary, that brings an end to this week's podcast. I'd like to thank FedEx Ground, uh, Stats Reform, certainly Seth Biley and Graham Bell for all that they do as our show producers. You can find all our coverage on theanalyst.com uh, and our podcast uh, channels, as well as our YouTube station, YouTube channel. You, you can watch Gary's uh, video uh, on-campus videos. Gary, what do you think of Week Hat 8? Well, that's going to be a fun one. We, we just laid out a few games here that you should kind of tune into wherever you're at. If you're going to watch it on your, your mobile phone, anywhere, you can watch these games all across the country, which is which is kind of what today's football is all about. We've got some good ones out there, and we've highlighted them. And enjoy your football weekend. Well, we never wound up calling an audible here with my voice, but we were getting close, Gary. But we made it through another episode of, of FCS Delivered. Uh, presented by FedEx Ground. It's going to be a great week ahead. We're looking forward to it. Safe travels to you, Gary, on your next on-campus uh, visit. And we look forward to this weekend. Thank you for tuning in to FCS Delivered, presented by FedEx Ground.